HRN listeners. As we celebrate our 15th year, we are deepening our commitment to giving voice to the next generation of food system storytellers, and we need your help. Our internship and fellowship programs help activate new possibilities for underrepresented and underestimated young people through experiential journalism, audio engineering, and production training. Through these unique programs, HRN helps food equity stewards build essential workforce readiness skills that expand their potential and foster economic mobility. Please consider supporting these critical programs. And with a minimum donation, you can be entered to win a dinner for two at an amazing restaurant in one of eight cities and tickets to a concert at a great venue in one of those cities. We have incredible partners across the country who have donated as they also share our passion for helping to educate the next generation of food system storytellers. Check out heritageradionetwork.org 15 to donate and enter to win today. That's heritageradionetwork.org 15 to donate and enter to win today. And make sure you donate before March 31st. Thank you. Today's program has been brought to you by Kane Vineyard and Winery, a Napa Valley winery committed to respecting the soil and dedicated to the creation of three Cabernet blends. For more information, visit Kane5.com. I'm Julia Tertian, host of Radio Cherry Bomb. You're listening to Heritage Radio Network, broadcasting live from Bushwick, Brooklyn. If you like this program, visit heritageradionetwork.org for thousands more. show about finding, preparing, and eating food on Heritage Radio Network with me, Erica Wides, your host. Okay, now just because it's 93 degrees here in New York today, and it's officially the hottest day we've had so far this summer, technically, if not officially, summer is over. Okay, so everybody just take off your white pants and put on your flannel shirts and your wool hats back on because we need to get back to business. All right. Enough messing around. Summer's over. We're getting back to business. Now, this fall here in the Foodiness Fallout Shelter, we are on a new mission. We've got a new project, a new mission. And our mission is about exposure. It's about the big reveal. It's about the big foodiness shakedown we're going to pull back the curtain and expose those who are guilty of foodiness crimes against humanity actually no because the food industry are the ones guilty of that and we know that because we expose them all the time that's our job and our mission here on let's get real and that's what we've been doing for two years no our new mission the people in our lineup, in our sites today, are the guys who are guilty of foodiness crimes against themselves or their families. Intelligent, highly successful people who, despite my best efforts to set them straight, continue to violate the laws of real. They're getting outed today. Because it turns out that here in the city of the best and the brightest, the if you can make it there, you'll make it anywhere town of super achievement, the town with $1,500 an hour SAT tutors, 
Yep, that's true. And $50,000 a year preschools. Yep, that's true too. It turns out that even the smartest people in New York, the most successful, the wealthiest, are still duped by foodiness. The richest, the brightest, the famousest, all duped. All paying no attention to the man behind the curtain. All buying into the mythology. All paving the way to a life filled with statins and insulin. So who are they? And what are they guilty of? Well, I'm not naming any names, okay? Because I can't afford those sorts of legal fees these days since, you know, the consulting work has really slowed down the summer and nobody seems to want to book me anymore for commercials or voiceovers, even though I don't know why. So all persons mentioned herein will be referred to anonymously to protect the guilty and to protect me from the wrath of their attorneys. Okay? So, in our trial today of super smart, super rich New Yorkers who should know better, a.k.a. my private clients, versus the Let's Get Real Foodiness Reeducation Camp Secret Police, a.k.a. me, I present Exhibit A. Now, I met and became acquainted with Exhibit A a few years ago when I was hired by a friend of hers, another high-achieving, wealthy, successful New Yorker, to give her, Exhibit A, as a Christmas present, a few private cooking lessons in her home because I, I do that. It's one of the many things I do to support this show and to keep the fallout shelter in good working order and also to keep re-education camp running. We'll get to that later. So I was hired to give her, a pre, or give her private cooking lessons in her home. I was her Christmas present. Her home, her beautiful 25th floor pre-war penthouse home with sweeping views of Central Park and the Hudson River, all done up in tasteful shades of muted grays and silks and soft pink. Now, who is Exhibit A? Well, Exhibit A is a world-famous music performer. Like, super world-famous. Like a big freaking deal performer. I am not going to say in what realm of music. I'm not going to say. But she, like many performers in her specific musical field, need to keep a few extra pounds on her to put the full force of her body into her singing. Think about what kinds of singers tend to be a little heavier. You might figure it out. But she has just a few too many extra pounds. And although she's beautiful and she looks great on stage, She's always struggling with her weight, like many women, including myself. Now, I get it, Exhibit A. I am right there with you, sister. But Exhibit A has a terrible relationship with food, and she had no idea how wrongly she was going about feeding herself and her family. So when I arrived, she explains to me, upon showing me her kitchen and giving me a tour of her cabinets, that she struggles with her weight, and so she never keeps real high-quality food in the house because she's afraid that she'll just eat it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I said, you should just eat it. It's real food. That's what you should be eating. And she said, no, I can't. She said instead she stocks her pantry with crystallite chemical drink mix and fat-free snacky chipster crunchy junks and artificially sweetened and colored diet yogurty cup things and bars. Lots and lots of different foodiness bar products. You know, the proteiny, soy powdered, choco chippy, fakey food bars. You know, those kind of bars. So that she 
can instead eat all the food in his crapola she wants all day instead of actually eating real food. It was wall-to-wall foodiness. This was why she's still fat, but she does not get that. It was an expansive array of wall-to-wall foodiness, as expansive as the $10 million views from her penthouse terrace. Now, I tried to explain to her that if she just ditched all the foodiness and she just filled her fridge with real, 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 not fakey real, She'd be more satiated. She'd feel better. She would control her hunger and her blood sugar, etc., and her weight would stabilize. But there was no getting through to this world-famous performer, musician, person. The foodiness-induced fear in her was too great. She had bought the bullshit hook, line, and tastefully clad silk sinker. So I tried. I taught her a few recipes, but I haven't been back there in a while, so who knows? She stopped having me come. Now, a few while, a while back, a few months ago, I read an interview with her where she discussed her daily life while she was in performing season, because her field has seasons where she performs. And she mentioned the oh-so-healthy protein and vegetable-packed meals that she eats between each show. Now, either she's hiring a personal chef, which would be great, or she just made it all up in a big pile of bullshit between furtive bites of Mega Achieva Bar and Diet Black Forest Cake flavored yogurt. Either way, she's still a superstar and still one of New York's best, brightest, and most successful, which is why we have to put her on trial today. Because just because you're a superstar glittering in the topmost stratosphere echelon of your world doesn't mean you're smart. At least not about food. So exhibit A, you know who you are. Call me. I'll come back to the penthouse. We'll have an intervention. I'll even bring some snacks. You today, exhibit A, are on trial for foodiness crimes against yourself and your family. We're going to take a very short break. When we come back, exhibit B. This is Chris Howell from Cane Vineyard and Winery, calling in from Spring Mountain above the Napa Valley. Thank you for listening to this show. In our industrial world of highly processed food and wine, we support the values of Heritage Radio Network. All of us at Cane encourage you to seek out individuality and beauty in everything you eat and drink. To learn more about us, go to Cane5.com. Welcome back to Let's Get Real, the cooking show about finding, preparing, and eating food on Heritage Radio Network with me, Erica Wides, your host. And now, may I present to the jury Exhibit B. Now, Exhibit B in our trial today of foodiness crimes against humanity, I mean, sorry, foodiness consumers against themselves as prosecuted by me, is a family for whom I also cook on a regular basis. Unlike Exhibit A, who had me in a few times and then dropped me like a hot potato covered in margarine exhibit b have me come in every week and i cook for them on a regular basis so let's just call them the bees i visit the bees home weekly usually on a friday and i cook them several meals and side dishes to get them through the weekend and into the next week and they have me do this because their nanny and their housekeeper are not good cooks and i i am and they don't know how to make appealing food or vegetables that the kids will eat. Now, their kids just don't eat a lot of vegetables, and that's my whole mission with them. And they like my food, and they'll eat my vegetables. Now, the bees live 
downtown in a beautiful old classic West Village townhouse. Beautiful house. And they let the record and the jury know and see are very extremely nice people, the bees, with three very polite and intelligent children. Now, the bees just both happen to have extremely high-powered jobs and something related to finance, but I'm not even sure exactly what it is because I don't really understand it. But let's just say that they are very comfortable, and we'll leave it at that. But they are super nice, too. Did I mention that? Now, Mrs. Exhibit B, like many career women, struggles to keep herself healthy while having it all. A high-power career and a family of five and two homes to maintain and two full-time employees plus me part-time. Now, frankly, I don't know how she keeps it all together because I have no children, live in an apartment, have almost no responsibility, and I can barely keep it together. So kudos to you, Mrs. Exhibit B. Except, you know, she does have full-time help. Now, she has me cooking for them for the weekend, and it's a good thing I do, too, because the bees, Exhibit B, are classic victims of foodiness brainwashing. They have also bought the lies, hook, line, and platinum-plated sinker, about the out-of-date, based-on-industry-influenced fake research about eating low-fat and low-cholesterol and not eating butter and that a bowl of sweetened processed cereal is the best way to start your day and all the low-fat, high-grain and carb foodiness bullshit of the last 40 years, which we can now finally acknowledge is wrong, which I will get to very shortly, but most people still take as such doctrine so biblically imbued into our collective brains that it's almost impossible to change anyone's mind about it. And it's too bad because Mr. and Mrs. Exhibit B are super smart people. They've gone to the best schools. They have the top jobs in their fields. Their kids go to the best schools. They're doing everything right. They have the best of everything except for food. Exhibit A of Exhibit B's remaining belief in foodiness and low-fat madness. I was there a few weeks ago. And the oldest son was home and he was hungry. And I offered him some of what I was prepping, which I think was something like a grilled zucchini and bean salad or something like that. And he, of course, said no, because those kids only eat vegetables when they're absolutely forced to. And they're sitting down at a meal with their parents when they're on their own. They eat whatever's in the house. So instead, he made himself a snack. Now, what was that snack? Well, this is a 14-year-old growing teenager who plays a lot of sports, and he's very lean, and he's always hungry. He's a teenage boy. We were all teenage boys and girls at one point. So what does eldest son B make for himself? A toasted English muffin with cream cheese. Okay. What's wrong with that? I've eaten plenty of toasted English muffins with cream cheese in my life. That's totally okay. I'm good with that. And you're asking, what's wrong with that? You're asking, a kid doesn't a kid his age need carbs and fat? Well, of course Hopefully not a plain white flour industrial English muffin, but that seems harmless enough, too, really, when you think about it. So let's investigate the evidence a little more closely, shall we? Now, the reason that I was so tuned into his choice of English muffin was that I myself happened to love the English muffin also. However, at this point, I would like to point out to the jury that this is another place where, yet again, English as a language has failed us which has been a theme for the last few shows, how English as a language fails us, because English muffins aren't English. They don't exist in England. They aren't eaten in England, and they don't come from England. Okay? Their baking DNA comes from the crumpet, which morphs somehow into something called the English muffin. Did I mention I love English muffins? I do. But yet again, English fails us. Onwards. Anyway, so Adam, my husband, and I, we love to eat grilled lamb burgers, lamb burgers, on English muffins in the summer up at Tiny Bungalow. We like to do that. 
And I usually get the English muffins at Trader Joe's because Trader Joe's has a very clean labeled whole wheat, 100% whole wheat English muffin. I think they may even have an organic option, if I can remember. I think. Anyway, I try, as you know, to keep my refined carb intake very low. I try to limit that. But I'm not going to wrap my grilled lamb burger in a sheet of lettuce. Okay? A burger needs bread. I'm not so strict about these things. So we eat them that way. Now, a few weeks ago, I didn't get a chance to go to Trader Joe's for my English muffins. So I went to the local supermarket near Tiny Bungalow. Mm Mm-hmm. Now, the stop and shop there, which is where I go, has a house line called Natural by Nature, which is sort of their healthy, sort of foodiness-y, but pretty good line of stuff, organics and things like that. And Natural by Nature makes a good whole wheat English muffin that's very clean labeled also. Now, by clean labeled, I mean basically what's in it is food. Okay, so it'll say like whole wheat, flour, yeast, salt, maybe some sugar, maybe, I don't know, some corn, cornmeal but it won't have things like dough conditioners and sweeteners and preservatives and NutraSweet or Splenda which I'll get to in a minute so I buy the natural by nature whole wheat English muffins and everybody's happy and they're good on the lamb burgers and I have you know one a week two a week and we've always eaten them and they're quite all right and they're fine but on this weird day at stop and shop not only were they completely out of their entire natural by nature whole wheat English muffin line But then I looked over at the Thomases, the original English muffin maker, and they were also sold out of their whole wheat English muffins, which was also weird. Not that I would buy Thomases because theirs are filled with crap. Even the whole wheat ones are filled with chemical dough conditioners and sugar and preservatives and all kinds of nastiness, and I would not buy them. But it was weird that they were out. But then I noticed on the shelf that they have a whole new line called Hardy Grains or something like that. So I picked up a pack of these Hardy Grains double fiber extra good for you Thomases and I turned it over to investigate the ingredients, of course. That's the first thing I do. Now, the term Hardy Grains, by the way, is as foodiness, bullshitty, fake outy as it gets because you know what's in Thomases Hardy Grains English muffins? Are you ready for this? And by the way, Thomas's now also has apple pie flavored English muffins. Uh-huh. Which may have to be a whole separate show. Here's the list. In the hearty grains, the better for you, healthier in big giant neon quotes line of English muffins. Bleached, enriched wheat flour. You know what that is? That's uh, white flour, guys. It's bleached. It's enriched wheat flour. We know it's wheat. Putting the word wheat in there doesn't fool anybody. Not only is it flour, it's bleached. So it's white flour, bleached white flour as base for your hearty grains better for you line. Where in the logic of that is that better for you? I don't know. Water. Okay, I'll give you water. Modified food starch. You know what that is? Um, That comes from corn. Corn starch. Yeast, yeah, we need that. Wheat gluten, that's to give it some structure. Polydextrose, what's that? Oh, sugar. Cellulose fiber, hmm, that comes from wood pulp from paper making. That's where the fiber count gets bumped up, and that's how they can qualify for those heart-healthy, better-for-you labels that they slap on all that shit these days. Yeah, wood pulp. Cornmeal, that makes it multigrain by throwing some cornmeal in there. Oh, now it's not just wheat. There's corn in there. It's multigrain. Preservatives. Three of them. I won't list them. Salt, natural flavor, rye. Oh, look, another grain. Green vinegar, 
for acidity. Malt extract. Know what that is? Sugar. Dextrose. Know what that is? Sugar. Ground corn. Oh, it's multigrain. Monocalcium phosphate. Calcium sulfate. Mono and diglycerides. Those are all dough conditioners, chemicals. Datum. Datum, which is some kind of weird chemical thickener that's showing up in things these days. Brown rice. Oats. Notice how far down the list those are, brown rice and oats. Sodium stereoelectrolyte, also a dough conditioner, chemical preservative. Triticale, which is a type of grain. Xanthan gum, which is a thickener grown in a lab by bacteria. Barley flaxseed millet, right down there at the end. Ethoxylated monoendiglycerides. Those are sort of like thickener emulsifiers. Sucralose. What's sucralose? We know what that is? That's Splenda. So there's artificial sweeteners also in the better for you line. Soybean oil, soy flour. Those are the ingredients in the better for you line. In the regular for you line, the ingredients are things like wheat and yeast and flour and salt and sugar. So what makes it better for you? The fact that you can read all of those words, it exercises your brain, that it forces you to look things up. I, I don't know. I, I, it's like on Seinfeld when they were in Bizarro World and everything was backwards. That's sort of how I feel about this. So basically, it's white flour preservatives and sugar, plus a bunch of chemicals, thickeners, emulsifiers, and Splenda, artificial preservatives, I mean sweeteners, sorry, in bread. Splenda in bread. So I dramatically threw the package back on the shelf in disgust. I made a big show of it in case anybody was watching, of course, because that's what I have to do. And I started to leave the store, totally in disgust. And then luckily, in just the nick of time, way down the aisle was a separate display, like a beacon from the Vermont Bread Company. Vermont Bread Company makes excellent bread. And luckily, they sell them way down here in New York with their 100% whole wheat, clean-labeled English muffins just sitting there waving to me with their happy little baked-in-Vermont faces, or hands, I guess, since a face can't wave. And so I bought them. And we had our delicious grass-fed lamb burgers on our Vermont muffins, and we lived happily ever after the end. But back to the bee's house. So eldest son B toasts up his craptastic foodiness fake-out muffin, which I'm sure his well-meaning mom or nanny purchased, thinking that it must be better than the plain white version, because it says right on the package, the better-for-you hearty grains version. And then he proceeds to smear it with low-fat cream cheese. Low-fat effing cream cheese. There it is again. This kid is 14 years old. He plays like 12 different sports. Give him some freaking fat. Feed the kid real food. And their pantry is full of it. Cooking spray and low-fat artificially sweetened yogurt and omega-3 enhanced lower cholesterol eggs and boxes of pasta and... Skim Plus Enhanced Milk. It's like the 90s went food shopping and then never went home. Family B, what are you doing? So I try to make it up for it. Sorry, I try to make up for it when I cook for them. I only use butter and olive oil. I buy them grass-fed meat and full-fat cheese and yogurt. I slip it in subversively. I have to fool them into eating real food. How fucked up is that? I have to actually trick these people into eating the right thing. I'm trying to change the system from within their house. We'll see what happens. Okay, another quick break, and then we'll be back. But you cannot make 
this is Mandy Fresh, and you're listening to Heritage Radio Network. Welcome back. To, welcome back to Let's Get Real. Who's Manny Fresh? I'm so He's old. pretty famous. Oh, I wouldn't know. You know me. Yeah. I wouldn't know. I listen to the oldies station. It's embarrassing. Okay, welcome back to Let's Get Real, the cooking show about finding prayer and eating food on Heritage Radio Network with me, Erica Weitz, your host. Now, just a note about the low-fat cream cheese and why it's a problem. It's because they take the fat out and they replace it with other things like thickeners like guar gum and carrageenan and zamfan gum and all those weird, sticky, gross, chemically made and refined gums instead of food. What should be in cream cheese? Oh, you know, cream, milk, culture, rennet, enzymes, salt. What's in low-fat cream cheese? All kinds of weirdness. So do I just eat the real thing, right? He's a kid, even the adults. Let's all just eat the real thing. Let's, let's do it. Let's embrace it. Anyway, back to the courtroom. So ladies and gentlemen of the jury, I now rest my case. I'm tired of all the fat phobia and the outdated foodiness infused thinking. Can't we put it to bed once and for all? Finally. Well, you know what? Yes, because just today in the paper of record, the New York Times, the only newspaper that really matters, the one I read, the most important newspaper. Did I make that point? Was an editorial, editorial, about the end of low fat. <sighs> because finally, it turns out that after all these years of phobic fear, well, surprise, 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 we were wrong. They were wrong. The NIH, the NIH, the National Institutes of Health, the government-funded, slow-moving Slaves to Industry and Agriculture, NIH, conducted a meta-study of low-fat versus low-refined carbs and their impact on weight loss, cholesterol, and heart disease. And guess what? Guess what? Fat isn't bad. Huh. But do you know what is? Do you know what is? Of course you do, because you're my enlightened listeners. I don't have to tell you this. Talk about preaching to the choir. Refined grain products and processed foods are Wow, it's like a major revelation. The very stuff the American diet is built on, the corn, soy, wheat, oats, and rice that the government subsidizes and encourages us to consume as the largest parts of our daily diets because we have such a surplus of it thanks to industrial agriculture. Yeah, that crap. Oh, oops, turns out that stuff's really bad for us and the stuff they've been telling us not to eat for the last 40 years is. <sighs> what a shocker. What a surprise. Come on, finally, in the paper of record. So we, the judge and jury, in the foodiness crimes trial against Exhibit A and B and their families, find the defendants. Well, wait, where's my gavel? Oops, I just got water all over myself. We find the defendants. Well, just wrong. Not guilty. Not not guilty. Just wrong. Misled misinformed guilty of believing the bullshit and i did it too for years we all did it we believed it i just got over it a lot faster so we sentence them now to listen to 105 continuous hours of let's get real well 105 continuous episodes so it's half that in hours and two weeks at foodiness re-education camp 
where the fall season conveniently will be starting next week as soon as we just finish a few minor renovations out back where we had that unfortunate accident last year that we are legally not allowed to speak about. But until then, until that time, please don't eat any shit. And please don't feed any shit to any famous or rich people in New York if they are paying me, if I'm on their payroll. If they're not, let them do whatever they want because I don't care. But until then, remember that if you don't want to eat shit, you need to keep listening to Let's Get Real, the cooking show about finding, preparing, and eating food here on Heritage Radio Network with me, Erica Wise. You should also follow me on Twitter at Let's Get Real Show and Oh, my God, you should be reading my Huffington Post column because, you know what, it's really good. And if you can't get enough of this show, you can read it once a week, too, approximately once a week, depending on, you know, if I go away. But it's good. And you should follow that also. Until then, thanks to Jack Inslee in the control booth. Thanks to Ben Kaplan, who wrote my theme music. And we'll see you next week. Thanks for listening to this program on HeritageRadioNetwork.org. You can find all of our archive programs on our website or as podcasts in the iTunes store by searching Heritage Radio Network. You can like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter at Heritage underscore radio. You can email us questions anytime at info at heritageradionetwork.org. Heritage Radio Network is a 501c3 nonprofit. To donate and become a member, visit our website today. Thanks for listening. 